the preppers, the preppers will have their day. They will have their day. Um, anybody who's been out there and keeping an eye out on things and not being distracted, congratulations. Congratulations, because um, you might just win this one. It's always good to not have your head in the sand and to be realistic about how much power you have over how your life unfolds. We in the States are so used to being spoiled and having everything at our fingertips that we forget that anything and anything outside of the source of our power and intent can take that away. That's just the penance for living this world, I suppose. Um, that being said, um, preppers are often made fun of. You know, people think that they're crazy and blah, blah, blah. And, but I think they're smart because they, they, the smart ones are the ones that prepare. If you find yourself unprepared, then, then you have to look to others to help you or the government to help you. And you don't know who's really out for themselves and who's not going to be come this time of stress. And if we're talking about an economic slowdown on the level by which they're predicting, and uh, things will become scarce. We're not just dealing with uh, China slowing down. We dealt with millions and millions of, of acres of farmland that were destroyed and decimated and potential food shortages. And uh, there are a lot of things coming into play right now that really can grind the world to a halt. There was a Great Depression, right, in the early 20s, and most people who are listening to this and most people who may hear this later on down the line really don't think about those things. But plenty of people who I've taken care of lived through it. It was their experience. Somebody in their 90s and their 80s, right, they lived through the Great Depression. And uh, we have lived a life of abundance in the States for quite some time and people are drunk they're drunk on celebration to the point where they're just numb they're numb and they don't know and they're not gonna know how to handle i mean the way people are for black friday they get insane because they can't get a cash deal at walmart they're trying to beat each other up and kill each other we have a culture that <laughs> places value on labels and all sorts of weird shit, fashions, and things that are really of no value. Um, when it comes time to, when it comes time for food shortages and things of that nature, or lockdowns and forced lockdowns, uh, how much is that Gucci shit going to be worth to you? You know? How much is that Chanel scarf going to be worth to you? How much are those shoes going to be worth to you? Those high heel shoes... Uh, your your trendy sports car, your big-ass gas-guzzling truck, how much is that going to help you? Uh, it won't. It's not. So if you have time, if you're lucky enough to listen, if you have the money, if you have the resources, start investing in your own stockpile. Start investing in your own future. And by that I mean, <laughs> make sure you have 
methods of food storage. Make sure you have ways to get clean water. Make sure you, I hope that you're not on medication because if you're on medication, guess what? Guess who manufactures a lot of our medications? Uh, So, and going to that, I mean, a lot of people in the States, they're going to be hurting their pocket, but also there are going to be shortages of medications now, right? Potentially. Uh, So hospitals may be not only overrun, but just not have the basic things like gloves and masks and a lot of that stuff is created in China. Um, some is, is created here, manufactured here, but saline bags. I remember there were years that we were like shortage of saline and that, and that's what they use. Just a basic infusion to hydrate people. Um, yeah, I am so glad I don't work in the facilities. And if I did, and if you do, and if you, again, I don't know if you can just procure what's needed, procure what you can for yourself. Um, anything that's expired has a long shelf life. If you have the privilege of coming across expired EpiPens or expired saline, just procure that shit. Uh, it's still good. It's still good. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know where I was going with this message, to be honest, but just about the preppers. The preppers are prepared. And, uh, give props to the preppers. <laughs> I don't know if I could consider myself one, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't think I'm as hardcore as some of these people. But um, I like to be somewhat prepared. And, um, yeah. I think that for all the joking and all the bullshit people do about people who actually take the time to think about reality, uh, you know, they're the ones who are going to come out on top. So I don't want people knocking at my door looking for me to help. Because... Uh, yeah, I just don't want to be part of it, but I, I don't think that that will be the case if what was told to me was correct. There are going to be a lot of people missing, and I'll probably want to be, end up being one of the few remaining. supposed to record what I said to myself I would record in order to be helpful at this time because there are some things I neglected to mention in order to fortify your immune system and um, there is some success in vitamins and there is 
research starting that high infusions of vitamin C can supposedly help the specific virus. I'm not sure, but in general, people do have many accolades or how would you say positive and beneficial um, things to say about a vi IV infusions. That's not a route that I personally would go. Uh, they say the benefits of an IV vitamin C infusion over oral consumption, obviously, is how much is generated in your blood and how much you need in your blood to actually destroy, to be a virucidal, to kill a virus or bacteria. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm curious, but my, my reluctance to IV infusion is really due to, okay, contamination. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, I, I think it's great in concept and a lot of people do it. There are a lot of drip centers that are opening. And people who are listening in other countries, I know you don't have access to this. So I'm going to get to that. Uh, right now, I'm just going to talk about the benefits of IV C infusion versus what I feel are the drawbacks. And just in general, having a high level of vitamin C in your blood, I don't think it's necessary to have an infusion. It may be more effective. Uh, but if you can get high enough levels in your blood through eating it, then you're you're definitely helping you having maybe, I don't know the comparisons side by side, but you can consume a lot. The only drawback of consuming high levels of vitamin C orally, I believe, is up to 10 grams. You're not going to get as high a percentage of getting an IV infusion, obviously, um, because you're going to lose a lot. So maybe you'll end up with 4 grams in your blood. I'm not really sure. People do laud the benefits. People do see and feel. and So it's a matter of getting a good source and stockpiling. You know, I'm very basic, vitamin C. Some people can do L-ascorbic acid, very basic. Some people need buffered. I feel buffered with the calcium um, is ideal for me. If you take a lot of vitamin C, then you should drink lots of water. Um, if you take it, you may have, uh, secondary effects, which could result in diarrhea. Then you would have to scale back. I think in general, the concept of the theory of vitamin C in the blood being virucidal is yes, there's this validation to that. How you approach it is entirely up to you as an individual. Now, going back to IVC infusions, that's a very posh thing. Now, people aren't really doing it for, uh, maybe some people are now. I don't know. I don't go to those drip centers for preventative, you know, disease preventative. They feel like they're coming down with the cold. Uh, they do market them and cocktails. My issue is what's called the multi-dose vial. Um, when you have something as a, multi a single dose vial, you know that the contents in there, you have to trust that the manufacturer of that vitamin C first off, and, and you know, first of all, well, who, who's the manufacturer? How do you know for sure? And this is not hospital, this is a boutique. So how do you know for sure there are standards and methods that the manufacturer cannot have that do dose vial, single dose vial or multi-dose vial should not be contaminated. It should be sterile because it's going into your blood. So when you have a single, do single dose vial of something, or multi-dose, what you're going to do is you're going to pop off the cap. Usually it's glass, and then the top is metal, and then you have this little rubber stopper in the middle, and then you have a plastic cap. 
So when you're opening a multi-dose versus a single-dose vial, you're going to have that cap on top and you're going to pop it. Now, up until the point that you pop that cap off, that top was sterile. Okay, that plunger area, that rubber area, which you're going to stick the needle in to draw your sterile content medication out because inside the content is still sterile until you puncture it. Once you popped off the cap, it's not sterile. Um, you have to make sure what's inside does not get contaminated. So if you're a single dose, you're only drawing up a dose for one person. There's no, there should be no risk of contamination aside from what might have happened in the manufacturer. But you're assuming that the manufacturer did their job. Now, second, you have to assume that the person who's doing your infusion is doing their job. Um, did, are they going to contaminate it? Are they going to contaminate the sur surface of that single or multi-dose vial? And that is my concern, primarily, especially with a multi-dose. Single dose, I mean, if you're going to contaminate a single dose vial, then you're just a mess. You're a fuck up. Multi-dose is more likely to, that, that's more likely to happen, right? Because um, you're just drawing, you're going in, you're going in, and you're drawing out the medication, and you're introducing and you're reintroducing um, needles which could be potentially bringing pathogens into the vial. And all right, if it's vitamin C, maybe they won't live in there. I don't know. I still don't like the idea. Um, so for me, I would just stick with the option of letting nature do what it's supposed to do and take its course. If you have the privilege of getting fancy shit like cocktails and IV infusions, well, you, hopefully you can trust the source and vet your source. I don't. Um, I was a former healthcare worker. I know roots of transmission. Uh, chains of in infection control and for me the risk outweigh the benefits if I can do it orally and on my own um, I feel that anything that is invasive that basically goes into my veins in my mouth or up my butt uh, is not necessary um, <laughs> not at this time <laughs> so for me one of the things that I have in my arsenal is vitamin C uh, you can get yourself like I said, a buffered form. You could also consume things that are high in vitamin C naturally, which are lemons, limes, oranges, things like that. Two tolerance. I mean, not everybody can tolerate that, but at this point in time, um, you got to make do. Sometimes lemon does really work for people. Uh, people who have issues with reflux and who are taking things like proton pump inhibitors, I mean, they may have problems with citric and just problems in general because that's, that's a whole other ball game. Um, but ideally at this stage in the game people should be weaning off their medications because that may also come to a grinding halt so the supplies being what they are out there if you do have the option you definitely pick up some supplies for yourself for the impending lockdown or whatever it is they have planned for us in the states so just look up some vitamin c um get lemons lemon juice that's one thing Another is vitamin D. Very basic. This is very basic stuff, but it's important because we're deficient. I said in an earlier episode, our immune systems are shot and uh, we were born, bred, and designed to be weaker, not stronger, weaker. So you have to look and find, wait a second, you know, what have they been teaching us for decades here in the States? Sun is bad. Sun is bad. Um, unless you're like around the equator and down south and you're out in the sun a lot, you definitely aren't going to have that much vitamin D. Um, people in the northern climates, people in the colder climates, 
And everybody who goes out now, how many decades have they been telling us to wear sunscreen? Wear sunscreen or you'll get cancer. So you're blocking your body's ability to give you vitamin D. Uh, a lot of us are very low and there are many hormonal uh, immunity-based processes in the body that are very, very reliant. And it's not easy to get your levels up if you're, unless you're out in the sun. It's a hard thing to do. So even if it's cold, even if it's cold, like I don't do sunscreen. When I was younger, I used to, I mean, I would turn into a pile of ashes in the sun. Now, because of what I eat and what I consume, I could be out in the sun. Like, it's amazing. And um, it's what's in your blood is what determines how your body reacts to the sunlight. You're not just going to get cancer from the sun. That's your body. You were born into this world with a, with a very basic mechanism, and that is to process a vitamin, a pro-hormone, through the natural process of the sun hitting your skin. You were designed that way. And for decades, we've been told to, to thwart that in the, in the fears of cancer because they gave us a boogeyman. And now it turns out all these sunscreens and benzones and all these things, oxybenzones, are, are causing cancer. And they have proven that you rub yourself down with it and it gets into your bloodstream. But what are these chemicals? They know what they are. And they've been thwarting us and blocking us from absorbing vitamin D. So, therefore, you're a weaker society. You're a weaker herd. Okay, you're more susceptible to illness. And more susceptible to things like depression. Um, vitamin D is very important. We should all get sunlight. We should Nobody should be afraid to get sun. Unless they're on some crazy medication, then I would tell you whatever. I can't tell you what to do with that medication, but... If you're on a medication that makes you photophobic, then that tells you something right there. If you're on any medication, just try to get it off. Just try to get it off. Think about the supply chain. If you really do believe that the global globe is going to shut down, do you want to be in a position where you're reliant on the system just to survive? Or do you want to learn how to survive on your own? I mean, it's just, for me, my first-hand experience is the more people who... I interacted with and cared for who were medicated, the worse off they were. So, whatever. <laughs> I guess it doesn't count, right? Observation. <laughs> my, uh, I just, uh, my, my statistical analysis showed <laughs> my personal experience, but uh, hey, I don't have the uh, fancy accolades to, uh, to back me up. And it doesn't matter because I'm doing what I'm doing for myself and for people who are going to listen if they're smart enough. So you got vitamin C, you got vitamin D. Another important one that I always, I tend to neglect, and um, I'm trying to get smarter with it now, is vitamin A. Vitamin A. I don't know all the details, the hardcore details about vitamin A. Uh, it's another one for immunity. Maybe I'll bust out my book and actually read and do a whole segment on nutrition. But I'm just improv doing, throwing out what I know are A, C, D. These are help immune builders. I mean, your basic vitamins, E, E's, you know, antioxidant. Uh, how much do we really get this in our food supply at this point? Our food is so adulterated. We're frying, we're cooking, we're doing all these crazy things to our food that we never did before. How dense are they? Do we have enough selenium? Do we have enough zinc? All these basic fundamental building blocks that are supposed to be to help our bodies are being leached out of our food supply. 
And we are replacing it with other things that are causing us detrimental consequences and damage. You know, if you drink every day a carbonated beverage or a Coca-Cola, I think it is the phosphates in the Coca-Cola, just to give a quick example. I mean, that's that competes for the calcium in your body. And for every soda that you drink in that respect, I mean, you're just poisoning your body. Your body's taking that, you know, and, and I think it takes it into the bones. It's just, it's crazy. Um, you turn your body into Swiss cheese, what are you going to be left with? They're not going to save you. They're not going to save you. They don't have the answers for the damage caused by endless consumption of poisons. So you have your vitamin A, your vitamin C, your vitamin D. Your vitamin A can be found in orange carrots, carrots, carotenoids. That's something that'll protect you when you go out in the sun. Notice if you eat a lot of carrots, I happen to like carrot juice, you get kind of orange. And that will protect you when you go out in the sun to get your vitamin D. And your green leafy things, your green leafy vegetables. If you're lucky enough to get something like chlorella, spirulina, get your hands on some of that stuff. Some of the purest things on the face of the earth, they can help to, they can help to fortify you. And uh, another thing I'm going to throw out there is an amino acid called N-acetylcysteine, abbreviation NAC. Uh, that has shown to have antiviral activity in the liver. And the liver is the largest detoxifying organ. And it deals with a lot of processes for purifying the blood and processing. Um, you know, basically, if you have a lot of viral uh, toxins or bacterial toxins in your blood due to a die-off, due to an infection, a war between this virus and your immune system, you're going to have die-off. And your liver is going to take the brunt. And um, so N-acetylcysteine also helps to reduce mucus and fortify the lungs and increase, uh, I think, airway. So there are a lot of wonderful benefits for that. And these are my little hacks and tips and secrets for building up your immune system.